Well, good afternoon. Blog and happy- Talk Radio. Yes, this is Blog, Blog Talk, Talk Radio. And I wanted to wish everyone a happy Tuesday and welcome you to the Success Design. My name is Beth Shankle Anderson, and I'm very happy to have with me today a special guest, Nelson Nigel. He is an expert in all things procurement, and we've just been chatting a little bit before the uh, before the radio show started, and I'm completely fascinated with how we can, as small businesses, uh, get more money from uh, government and corporations. So, Nelson, welcome. Thank you very much, Beth. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you, too. Um, why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself. Your bio is extensive, so it would probably take me the whole show to read it. <laughs> so well, why don't I just let you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Well, Beth, uh, I'm just a serial entrepreneur. I have been in the business for about 13 years. I've uh, been a real estate developer, have urban planning, public administration experience, uh, lots of training in design and construction, and, of course, I've worked uh, a lot with the New York City uh, municipal agencies and uh, with uh, mostly uh, New York City uh, uh, Department of uh, 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 Mayoral Agencies. There's 81 of them in New York City. Oh, okay. And, and, and I understand. Course, but, right. I was just going to say your education background. I understand you went to Columbia University there in New York New York City. Uh, I've been to everywhere, and it's all uh, a very uh, structured education. I've you know, tried to put it, put everything together to uh, build a, a, a stronger profile. Well, you've certainly done that, and um, you've you've written several books. And uh, why don't we go uh, go into what um, what procurement really is and and how it can benefit us as, as individuals and especially as small businesses. Well, let's look at procurement. Procurement essentially it's it's it, it seems uh, it, it seems uh, very complicated, but it's actually the, the acquisition of goods and services. Uh, so we basically hear uh, hear government procurement. And that's basically the government, uh, which is the government is purchasing goods and services from uh, private companies. So okay. if you uh, if you uh, sell paper or if you sell um, uh, uh, windows or something, the government buys it. And you, if, if you're hearing government procurement, uh, the, the government is just going through the processes to purchase that from the small businesses. Okay, so so procurement is just simply um, going into the private sector and and getting goods and services from um, from businesses there. Uh, it's just yeah, uh, it's the, the procurement of goods and services, the, the the purchasing. Okay, and what is government procurement? Well, the go- well uh, the government is buying goods and services, so that essentially is uh, government procurement. Uh, the government needs spaceships. The government needs battleships. The government needs pens and paper. The government needs uh, uh, submarines. Uh, they now, if they need uh, F-15, uh, no fighter jets, they will go out and put uh, uh, put out a, a bid, uh, put out a request for proposal from maybe Boeing or. Some other aircraft manufacturer, and uh, because they need the jets. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the the government really isn't in the business of making it themselves, so they no. go find the people who who are in that business. Exactly, and uh, the process in which they go out uh, to find uh, the suppliers is uh, very intricate, uh, and it's a uh, it's a it's a long process, and many people are. Um, are turned away by that process because it's, it involves a lot of documentation and just basically getting your ducks in a row. Hmm. And uh, many business owners uh, just do not have that ability to uh, run a business and at the same time uh, have all the documentation ready uh, in, in order to submit it uh, for bids and requests for proposals or uh, contracts, things like that. So uh, what what can they do to get those those ducks in a row to to uh, secure these contracts? Well, uh, there's lots of the lots of different contracts uh, which the government puts out, and uh, depending on the sort of contract that you're looking for, uh, you would have to understand uh, uh, understand uh, the, well understand the contract. Like for example, there is. Uh, a request for proposal, there is an which is RFP, there is an IFB, which is invitation for bid, uh, there is RFQ, which is a uh, request for quote. Now, if the government does not know what it needs, but it but it need but it knows that it needs something, it would say, hey, okay, let's go out to six different or seven, eight, ten different uh, subcontractors. And let's see what they can come up with, and uh, they will. Uh, let, let's just see what they can come up with. So they will put out what's called an RF, an RFP, which is a request for a proposal. Now the subcontractors will uh, abide by the, the stipulations of the RFP, and they will work toward uh, putting together a, a package to submit to the government in order to get that contract. So if the government's contract is uh, ten million dollars, and uh, five contract five um, uh, suppliers are are looking to get that contract, uh, but the government doesn't understand what it needs, uh, then it will just you know, then it will just uh, take the the packages from the, the the proposals from the suppliers, and then it would decide what it needs. Oh, okay. Right. And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna. I was just gonna say that. Uh, that I guess that would give the you know the government some leeway in in figuring out what it needs. Um. Uh, before it you know asks for a quote. Yes. So then after they would do that, then they would do uh, an RFQ, which is a re- request for quotes, and then it's a, a another uh, tedious process. Uh, and now these suppliers will. Uh, uh, start the bidding process um, of you know submitting their quotes and uh, their their entire packages. I just wa- I just wanted to go back to um, IFB, which is an uh, invitation for bid. Uh, also, this is when a gov- the, uh, an agency uh, has the project, and uh, if the agency has um, 50 contractors in its database, it will send out an IFB, which is an invitation for bid. And 
uh, that's the first first step of the process, and the the providers will uh, acknowledge that you know if they want to take part of the bid or not. Hmm. Okay, that's so it. That's, that's very interesting. That's that's called an IFC, uh, and uh, which was the last one IFC RFP. Uh, oh, there's the SOW. Uh, well, well, the SOW is uh, basically uh, given at, uh, for a uh, request for proposal. So uh, uh, that's statement of work. And the government is going to say, for example, if the government needs, uh, needs uh, hammers and nails and it knows its price or it needs to build a highway from Tallahassee to Pensacola, it knows what the price is for the concrete. It knows the it knows what it's going what what the cost is to put that entire highway together because they have been uh, building highways for many years. So now mm-hmm. they're going to go out and issue a statement of work and uh, what, what's called an invitation uh, what is, um, request for uh, RFQ, which is a request for quote. So now the uh, the contractor is going to see the statement of work, and uh, of course they have the R- the RFQ in front of them, which is the request for quote. So now all they basically have to do is put in a price, and that's what the government is after when it's looking for an RFQ request for quote. Oh, okay. It already it, it already knows the price. If it knows the price of what of of of, of toilet paper, if the Department of Defense is buying. Uh, six million uh, bags of toilet paper. They know what they're paying. They know they've been paying it for many years. So now they're just going to go and open the bidding process to uh, the providers, and of course the providers just have to put in a number. And that's that's a short, simple, and easy way to uh, sell to the government. However, it's very competitive, and uh, the government. Uh, you're, because you're going against a lot of other bidders uh, who can basically go lower than you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's that's certainly a game to play. Yes. So, so yeah, and um, with these uh, these types of contracts and uh, 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 bidding, uh, the bidding process is always uh, going to be very similar because with the government. Uh, in contrast to corporations, uh, the government has to abide by laws to make everything fair for everyone. Mm-hmm. And by law, uh, about 24, 25% of all these contracts have to go to women and minority-owned companies. Mm. Yeah, I see here in your um, in your topics that um, that women and minorities generally do not get opportunities in procurement. And that's sort of a controversy. Why is that? Uh, well, um, everyone thinks that government procurement is only for the big companies and uh, only for the companies that have been doing it for many years. And this is very true. And, and of course, this is because those companies understand the business. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a new company, the opportunity is there. But it does take time, effort, and manpower to put these packages together. It's not easy to go out and read a 20-page document 
and then put together a 40-page uh, proposal and then submit it within two weeks. Right. That would be very uh, cumbersome for uh, yes. small businesses. Exactly. And, of course, on top of that, uh, uh, most likely the owner is going out and networking, uh, meeting uh, these uh, uh, these agents for the government, and just uh, doing the legwork in terms of getting all these documents and all these spreadsheets together because it's a lot of spreadsheets. They were going to ask you, for your balance sheet, they're going to ask you for your income statement. They're going to ask you for your uh, prop, uh, your uh, your P and L. Uh, and uh, the average owner just does not have that capacity. So, right. uh, if it's a if it's a, a, a small team, now that's different. But many small businesses, it's only one or two or three persons at the home. Mhm. So, what are the main differences between government procurement and corporation procurement? Well, uh, I just mentioned uh, the government has to abide by laws to make sure that the entire uh, process has been done fairly and accurately to benefit the people. So the laws um, hold everything in place. Now, with corporations, there is no laws. The corporations know exactly what they want, and they can go to anyone that they they can just basically go to anyone that they want, and they can negotiate. However, with the government, the, uh, the government does not negotiate with does does not negotiate directly with the the provider. Once the provider puts the number in, that's what the government is going to see. There is no negotiation between them. However, with the corporations, like say, if I wanted to work for uh, Chase Manhattan Bank and I, and I wanted to sell them, I don't know, uh, pens and paper, well, Chase Manhattan Bank could come back to me and say, hey, you know, those pens don't cost uh, 10 cents. We'll pay you 8 cents. And that's the main difference between uh, corporation procurement and government procurement. So, and also uh, with government pro- uh, corporation procurement, uh, it's a much faster process because the corporations do not have to issue uh, requests, quote, invitations for bid, uh, uh, request uh, a statement of work. They don't. They don't have to do all of that because there's no laws. Right. Okay. That's so, a really a really important distinction is that corporations have the freedom to to. To get the best price, and they're not—they're not bound by any laws. They, exactly, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's a much easier process to deal with the corporations. However, uh, the competition is fierce. Hmm. It's even more fierce with the corporations because uh, you, first you're going against competitors, and second, the, the corporation can come back to you and uh, uh, negotiate with you and. Uh, cut your prices even down further. Whereas with the government, the government cannot. If the government has, if you have the lowest bid, the lowest bid at the right price, at the right time, at the right location, then uh, the government cannot come back and say, "Hey, uh, Mr. Uh, ABC, your uh, your hammers and nails are too expensive. You have to lower it by ten percent." No, cannot be done. Hmm. Wow. 
That's interesting. Very interesting. What are some ways that procurement would benefit businesses, whether small or large? Well, it all depends. Uh, small, uh, small and large uh, depends on uh, what the, the business model is, and depends on what the business is trying to do. If the business is trying to make long-term capital, uh, it would it would be best to cut the prices down and uh, uh, sell, uh, you know, and, and just keep selling to one agency. Uh, if it's a long-term project, uh, if it's a short-term project, and say uh, it's a smaller company, a smaller company is looking to uh, make well make money, uh, then uh, they will uh, they will just have to uh, you know I would say in order for it to benefit them the best, they would have to understand the process, uh, understand it well, and study it well, and put their their package together. And when I say package, uh, it's more—it's more of a, a, like a comprehensive business plan, because mm-hmm. most of these agencies, uh, almost everyone is going to ask for your basic information about your company, uh, about your uh, your accounting spreadsheets, about what sort of money you've made, what sort of history you've done, what sort of insurances you have, what sort what sort of bonding you have, what sort of uh, clients you have, uh, and uh, what sort of suppliers you have, and of course, they will uh, run your business credit, make sure that everything is okay with you. So if you have all this information together and packaged correctly, well, you can start bidding with, uh, instead of one or two agencies, you can start bidding with five or ten agencies. And uh, if you start, and, you know, you, you can, uh, you, know, you know, procure more work that way. And, and you know, it will keep your business very busy. Hmm. So that that's one way of uh, of uh, how it will uh, help a small business and even and a large business uh, hmm. by just having constant work. But but the package has to be put together uh, in a way that it could be reused over and over. The majority of the co- of the pa- of the uh, of the package could be be reused over and over. And- Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. If you, if you have your documents in order, you can reuse them uh, for uh, for future uh, procurement uh, requests. And yes. uh, and having and having that doing it right the first time can benefit you in the future. Exactly. Right. Great. Well, let me ask you one last question before we um, before we sort of wind down the interview. Um, how do I, as a small business, or anyone as a small business, win a government contract? Okay, uh, there, there's lots of help online. You can start with sba.com, uh, Small Business Administration, and there's lots of certifications in place which will help, especially uh, a woman or minority-owned business. Uh, I would say start with uh, what's called the, the SBA 8A certification, and that's the, that's the federal certification. So. Before you get there, you would have to be a legal business, and then you apply for an SBA 8A certification, which is very, uh, very tedious and very comprehensive. So when, once you have this designation, then you are automatically—it's like you are automatically in it to win it, and then you would say uh, register with what's called the, the Central Contractor uh, CCR, Central Contractor Registration, to get. To be, and that's uh, basically the government's uh, 
uh, database uh, uh, for payroll. So that's how the government keeps track of uh, the, the providers. And uh, then you could also then you can try to uh, register locally within your your own city, within your own state, because everyone has different. Uh, uh, these government agencies, most of them have their own uh, little certifications, which they uh, give uh, uh, you know different uh, sorts of businesses, and it's a great way for a woman and a minority-owned business to get started to be seen. Uh, because uh, this is the only way that the government will see you if you're in their database and if you are certified. So if you are certified, you're in it to win it. Hmm. Okay, great. So certification is the key. Yes, certification is is, is the key. And again, it's uh, it's very tedious. It's uh, again uh, a very comprehensive business plan. And once if you have that comprehensive business plan. Uh, operations manual, uh, then uh, going out and getting these certifications or getting these contracts uh, will uh, be much easier uh, if, uh, as opposed to not having uh, the information uh, uh, in hand. Well, uh, Nelson, you definitely pre- presented a wealth of knowledge to both me and my listeners today. I really didn't know anything about government procurement, but uh, now I feel like I I have uh, one <laughs> one foot in the water as far as uh, knowing a little bit more than I did certainly before this interview started. Um, is there? Would you like to share your websites with uh, with our listeners? I I have your social media contacts up on this show page. Um, but I, um, I'm not sure I put up the uh, the website. So if you'd like to share those, the website is headexposed.com, H-E-A-D-E-X-P-O-S-E-D.com, and there's lots of uh, free information there uh, on uh, on government contracts, on obtaining uh, corporation contracts, or government contracts, learning how to put a business together, things like that. And uh, it's it's awesome. There's so much opportunity out there. Uh, it re- it, there really is, honestly. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's, there's tremendous opportunity out there for everyone, not just the big boys, for everyone. And we're well, talking, you know, trillions of dollars here. Right. And uh, I'm certain that uh, the small businesses could use the work, especially um, in, in today's um Volatile markets. So, um, yes, the money is there. The government is not going out of business. I can right. guarantee that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nelson. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. You're welcome, Beth. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Fantastic. Have a great day. You too. And for the Success Design, this is Beth Shankel Anderson signing off. Bye.